This is Vanderbilt Business, and I'm Kara Scheer. Colonel Sherry Hemby has decades of experience in both nursing and the Air Force. In fact, she was recently promoted to Air Force Reserve Command Nurse. Hemby is also a 2015 graduate of the Master of Management and Healthcare program at Vanderbilt Business. Amy Murphy sat down with Sherry to hear more about her career trajectory and what role the MMHC program has played in it so far. They also discussed Sherry's experience in the Air Force, treating victims of the 9-11 attacks, and her deployments overseas. Can you introduce yourself and tell us what you do and what you're responsible for? Absolutely. Uh, My name is Colonel Sherry Hemby, and I'm the command nurse at Headquarters Air Force Reserve Command in Warner Robins, Georgia. Basically, I'm in charge of 4,500 medics and nurses across the Air Force Reserve Command. I'm in charge of their development, their training, preparing them to be ready to go to war. Fantastic. Thank you for your service. Absolutely. Thank you. It's my honor. What drew you to a career in both nursing and the Air Force? This is an interesting story. Uh, I grew up in a very large family, actually my extended family. My father and mother both had multiple siblings, one eight and the other 11. And so I was always around a large, large family, big gathering. So we had a real sense of community. I knew I wanted to do something to help people. That was just kind of in my DNA. My senior year in high school, there was a large explosion in Waverly, Tennessee, the small town I grew up in. Uh, and at that time, there were a lot of burn victims. And I you know, I was very, very close to explosion, about a quarter mile away, and actually felt the heat from it. And I thought at that time, if I had just had some type of trauma training or, or nursing or some, if I had just been prepared, maybe I could have helped. And that's when I decided I wanted to be a nurse. Oh, wow. That's a great yeah. story. And that yeah. that actually leads me to my next question. You helped treat victims of the 9-11 terrorist attacks and also deployed overseas multiple times. Can you talk a little bit about that experience and how it influenced your career? Absolutely. Initially, I I guess I need to go back to my father. My father was in the Guard, and he was the one that taught me about patriotism. He's the one that said, honey, you make sure you're on time. Make sure you don't inconvenience those around you. Make sure that you're proud and you take up for, for those that are less fortunate. And watching him put on his uniform every day, he was he was a tall man. He was six foot three. But watching him put on that uniform every day, he stood a little taller. and He was so proud of what he did. And I always thought, wow, that would be neat to be able to be a part of that. So after I got my nursing degree, uh, I decided that I wanted to go into the Air Force. Mom wanted me to kind of hang around town a little bit longer. So what I ended up doing was actually going into the reserve several years later. And I became a flight nurse. And that was amazing because I could use my trauma and emergency room skills that I had learned as a nurse on the civilian side. I could put those skills together and take care of patients in the air. So basically going into the war zone, stabilizing them, and then taking care of them as we were flying them out uh, to Germany and to other higher levels of care. And so that's kind of what started my flight nursing experience. On September the 11th, I happened to live about close to the Pentagon. My hospital was three miles from there. And uh, we were actually in a a conference room when we were notified that we had to go into emergency mode because an aircraft had just hit the Pentagon. So we, we prepared for our disaster plan and basically 
you know, moved folks out of the hospital that could be out of the hospital and prepared for the casualties. At that time, I think by the end of the day, we had actually taken on it was either 23 or 25 casualties. A lot of the folks that were severely injured actually passed at the scene. Uh, we had a lot of smoke inhalation and, and different types of uh, patients, and some of them actually had left the Pentagon and had driven to our hospital because our hospital was fairly close. It was one of those things where my, my two worlds collided uh, because I, as, as I was preparing the emergency room to take on patients, then I was getting calls from my Air Force Reserve supervisor asking me how I was doing, first of all, if I was safe, and then second, uh, if I needed to respond, how quickly could I respond? I was very lucky my roommate that day was also in the reserve, and so as she was packing her deployment bag, she would put things in my deployment bag as well. And so we were just trying to be ready for whatever our nation needed us to do. Well, I feel very lucky because it's not every day that I get to talk to somebody that was, you know, on the front lines and who was able to make such a big impact. So, wow, what a what a great story. With the, with the neat thing, though, is I basically was using the skills I had. And, and that was one thing that my father had always told me. He just said, honey, you know, you take the skills that you have and then you serve your country with them. And, and it seemed very easy for me in the sense that I had been in the emergency room for many years. And uh, I'd done traveling nursing. I went to nursing school in Tennessee and then uh, went up to Virginia uh, and joined the reserve unit there. So it was, it was just a natural progression. I was used to car accidents and trauma patients and shootings and that type of thing. And so that really prepared me for the war zone. I know that some folks have had problems with post-traumatic stress when they when they go into a war zone and they see a lot of, uh, I guess, mangled bodies, for lack of a better word, and, and more wounded individuals. And if you're not prepared for that type of thing day after day, it can really wear on you. And so my part of my job now is to make sure that the nurses and medics that I'm in charge of in the reserves are prepared for those type of injuries. Uh, you know, we're getting them into emergency rooms. And we're making sure that if that's not what they do every day in their civilian job, that when they go on their annual tour, which is a required training each year, that they are getting exposure to those types of injuries and patients that are suffering those types of things. And that that way they, they have their skill set where it needs to be and that we can give the best care possible for our war wounded. Wow, it really sounds like you're in the right profession because you're doing what you love and you're helping others be prepared for these really intense situations. Well, you know, it's, I guess in that sense, I am very lucky. I, I work with an amazing team that, that actually come together. We review policies. And, and initially, I thought, well, that would be boring. But the fact that you could be kind of the tip of the spear and, and look and projecting ahead, you know, what do the wars of the future look like? And how do we best prepare our medics and our nurses to be able to handle those wars of the future? And that can, that can be exciting. Uh, you know, I don't think anyone likes war. But if we have to, if that's what we do, and that's how we serve our nation. We take care of those that are war wounded. And I, I want to make sure that, you know, my folks are ready to do the best job possible. Well, that is fantastic. And that, that actually leads me to my next question. So doing what you do, you've had a lot of clinical and leadership skills. What made you want to pursue a Master of Management in Healthcare from Vanderbilt? Well, I feel like that... I have been taught that's one thing that the military does. They they teach you to um, 
to kind of go beyond what you think you can do, they're always pushing you. And I, I think part of that's because, you know, you never know what might be expected of you in the war zone. And you've got to have those critical thinking skills. And, and they, they want leaders that can, they can think and, and make a decision when they have to. Uh, what I looked at when I looked at Vanderbilt, well, first of all, the reputation that Vanderbilt has. I mean, it's known as being the premier schools that has some of the best programs and can make you a leader among leaders. And when I looked at the Master of Management, what that would give me, I had the operational experience. I didn't have the financial background. And I'm in the medical field, so I wanted things that that would make me a stronger leader in the civilian sector and then also in the military and just having that validation behind my name that, yes, I have those critical thinking skills. I've been through this program, and, yes, I do know what what I have to bring to the table. Do you feel like the program delivered on its promise to give you those skills and help you develop those, you know, financial and business acumen that you need to be successful in the business world? I think all you'd have to do is ask my classmates, how many times did we have study groups that got together? Finance was not my my strong suit. So what was amazing, not only did you learn those basics by getting together with study groups and preparing presentations, you actually got to build amazing relationships. You got to network with people in your class that were in very very prestigious, important positions within the Vanderbilt system and within other systems throughout uh, the Nashville and and, uh, Alabama area. And it was amazing those relationships that you built and how you could be potentially a change agent for the future. Uh, And and that was was really a, a neat part of that program. So when you were shopping for programs, did you look at other degrees? Uh, And if so, why did you choose ON and MMHC? Well, first of all, I I did look around a little bit. I knew it was time in my career for the military that I I needed that advanced degree. I needed that, that certificate showing that I definitely had used those critical thinking skills and gone through the program. It was easier for me because I had just moved back to Nashville. I had been up in the D.C. area for many years, and as we moved back and we, we were, my husband and I, we were looking at it, and I thought, okay, what's a really good school here with a good reputation that this would be doable? And um, at that time, I was a, a medical commander in, just north of Atlanta, Georgia, and I, you know, I traveled back and forth. And I actually sat down with my wing commander because I was going to have to miss a few drill weekends for this course and I sat down with him and he was so impressed by the curriculum and what what I was going to get from the program that I could bring back the return on his investment for the military that he you know that he approved it and he said this is a great program for you you know you need to go do this and bring back everything that you learn to be able to use in the Air Force Reserve. So being a commuter, did you find the schedule of the MMHC program to be doable? I did. I was, uh, I was probably half the month in the Nashville area and half the month in the Georgia area. I, I felt lucky in the sense that I was able to meet with those those groups, those study groups, and uh, we just got a really tight knit group. If one person couldn't be there for some reason, another person would take notes. Uh, we had a very close knit group, and everyone wanted to see everyone succeed. 
and that was the nice thing about it. We covered for each other and we helped each other. Uh, you know, one person might be great at the finance part where, you know, I was really good at operations. And, and so we helped each other. We, we would teach each other. And so that was great. Sounds like your group um, was really something that you put a lot of work into and that, that you all could lean on each other uh, throughout the program. So that's fantastic. Okay, uh, so shifting gears a little bit, you are a 2015 graduate of the MMHC program. And looking back, how has the MMHC degree helped your career so far? Well, it made me competitive for leadership positions in the Air Force Reserve. And like I said, it, it just it, it showed the validity of those critical thinking skills and the fact that, you know, Vanderbilt's known as being a very prestigious, you know, tough, tough program to get through. So when I became, it actually made me more competitive for the position that I'm in now. As the command nurse, uh, I needed to have those that advanced degree and those critical skills and to be able to look at the budget and to be able to basically have that strategic viewpoint in leading leaders of the future. Wonderful. And what were some of your favorite parts of the MMHC program? Actually, it was the people. I mean, it was interesting looking at the different studies and the Hartford Business School and all the different uh, cases that we talked about. And that, that was intriguing, wondering how people were effective and efficient at what they did and looking at throughput and you know how do we become more effective and more efficient. And, and those parts were interesting, but I think the, the relationships I built in networking and asking questions, looking at other leaders in the Nashville area and how you have this problem at, at your area. How are you dealing with that? You know, what are some tools that you use? And just building those amazing relationships. I still am in touch with several of the people in my class. Uh, and also, um, you know, Larry Van Horn, I, we stay in touch with each other every so often. They they tease me. They say, well, Sherry, when you're through with the military, we may we may have something for you to do. So, you know, I think it opens up a lot of doors for you because you know you're the the cream of the the crop in that area, and that was something that I guess that I really hadn't thought so much about before. Like I said, I I love the the networking and the potential doors that are open by this program. Wonderful. It sounds like it has been very beneficial to you and and your network. So it's fantastic. So what advice would you give to other medical professionals who are considering the MMHC program? I think everyone is busy. I think that, you know, at this time in our life, typically people are in the workforce. Uh, you know, a lot of times you may have young children at home or you may have older children and, and that are, you know, moving out and, you know, other commitments. And so sometimes we think, well, I may do that when I'm not busy or, yeah, I'll, I'll think about that when I'm not really busy. And I think as life goes, I don't know that there's ever a time when we're not busy. And so sometimes I, I guess I would say, don't be afraid. Just realize that there are people there that are just as busy and they have family uh, obligations as well. And that's where we help each other get through the program and we learn. Now, you know, it's, it depends on how you how you learn. Like for me, I love the group studies and then reviewing notes and that type of thing afterwards. There's all kinds of avenues for you to learn and be successful in this program, whether that's group studies or learning alone or, or however you best learn. Just know that it, it can be an exciting program. It's an intense, intense program. You will be busy that year and a half or so, 
but it, it's amazing when it's done. You you look at each other and you think, oh my gosh, we did it. And even though you're happy to be done with it, you actually look back and think, wow, I miss my friends. And oh my goodness, I'm not going to Vanderbilt this weekend. Oh, wow. And, and there's a certain part of that that you actually will miss. I guess the big thing is just don't be afraid. If this is something that you have aspired to do, know that, that the rest of your classmates will help you get there. Well, that is great advice, I think, to anybody who is considering the program. Is there anything that I haven't asked you that you would like to add? Oh, that's a tough question. I, you know, I think if people are on the fence, just do it. I really do. Just just get in there, embrace the program, and, and realize that, you know, you may not make an A in every every course, and that's okay. Because not, you know, where one person has a better skill set in one subject, you know, another person may not. And like I said, you just help each other. And I don't know, just, it's an adventure. So get out there and seek that adventure. And, and you'd be surprised. The year does go fast. And even though it's action-packed, it goes fast. And you'll be better on the other side. Wonderful. Well, we love to hear that. And Sherry, thank you so much for your time today on, on behalf of Vanderbilt. Uh, we really appreciate you taking a minute to sit down and, and just talk about the program and, and offer your insights. So, oh, absolutely. Um, no yeah. problem. I'm, I'm willing to be available to answer any questions at any time. Thank you so much. Fantastic. Thank you. Thanks to Sherry and Amy again for their time, and thank you for listening. You can find more stories and information about Owen's Graduate School of Management by visiting our website, business.vanderbilt.edu or following at Vanderbilt Owen on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Music is provided by Mike Foster, and I'm Kara Shearer.